Hello and welcome to the Pulse and Foursquare Discipleship Podcast. I'm Billy, and for the next eight weeks, we'll be going through the 10 basic steps toward Christian maturity by Bill Bright. We'll be starting on step seven, which is all about witnessing. So whether you've witnessed before or it's your first time, this is going to be an awesome study and just a refresher on why we witness. We hope that you guys could join us, and if you have any questions, please feel free to contact us on our website at pulsonfoursquare.org. Hello and welcome. So glad that you guys could join us today. Um, I'll be your host, Billy, and I have Ron Schleicher with me today. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hot. It is way too hot Ooh. in here. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, that heat outside is, is definitely... This is why I left the desert, because I did not want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's warm. Very warm. Yeah. All right, so... Let's. I'm gonna start this episode off with a question, uh, something to get you thinking. So, Ron, suppose you want to share your faith with someone. How would you begin? Well, the first thing you do is try to find common ground with them. Mm-hmm. Hi, how you doing? You know, and carry that conversation to a common ground point, and that's how you begin. Something that if you know the person, it might be something they're interested in. If you don't, you just, you know, if, if it's a random acquaintance or a random meeting, you would probably just say, you know, hi, how you doing? So you would, you would make the contact. Mm. You would definitely do that. And a couple of things you could do is, how's your day today? Yeah. How's your day today? And then can I pray for you? I mean, that would be a real simple way to get things, you know, afterwards, get things going. So, yeah, that's great. That's, that's a great answer. Um, so back in back in lesson one, we looked at reasons why we witness um, and we talked about multiple reasons. Um, but I wanted to add an additional one, and I'm not sure if we went over it or not. But um, when you really think about it, some of us, if not all of us, would have never received Christ if someone had not witnessed to us in the first place. And I know for me that's the case. Um, you see, we're, we're, we're debtors to Christ, but we're also in debt to those people who introduced us to Christ as well. Um, and this is, a, this is a, another huge reason that we want to turn around and tell others um, about Christ. Um, well, would you say that's uh, would you say that would be the case there? You have to have a starting point. So, you know, it could be a person. Personally, my own personal testimony came through a TV program. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, but it started with a person on the TV program. Yep. Yeah, and mine mine came from you know a friend sharing with me. So yeah. it's like, it's got to start from somewhere. You can't just you know it mm-hmm. has to start from somewhere. So. Yeah, so you know, one one reason so few Christians witness for Christ is, you know, essentially is they, they just don't know how to, um, and many devout Christians kind of fail at this, and fail at the, you know, 
they just fail in their efforts to introduce Christ simply because they just don't understand how to do it. Um, you know, but luckily, you know, God gives us examples and he gave us instructions on how and why to to witness to those in the world around us. So knowing how to share your faith often makes the difference between effective and ineffective witnessing. So, you know, here's just some some key points that you that we need to understand um, before we can introduce others to Christ and. And that's to know that you are a Christian yourself, to understand the empowering ministry of the Holy Spirit um, in your life personally, and learn how to present a distilled essence of the gospel simply, clearly, and convincingly. Um, and that one, um, and, that, and that's so true. I mean, we, we I went to a men's retreat a couple weeks back and um, we kind of, one of our activities was to share our testimony in two minutes. Uh, we had to, we had to share a testimony and, and then give an invitation in two minutes. And it's like, oh man, there's so much stuff that, that goes on that, that happened, you know, in my personal testimony, it's like, how can I just distill that all in one, in like, you know, two minutes? It's crazy. But it's possible <laughs> and you know with with some practice and stuff you can totally do it and you know same same goes for the gospel we can distill that gospel into you know a simple simple clear thing they they gave us these little uh evangie cubes is what they called them and they're really neat because they essentially give you a way to share the gospel in like two minutes and you guys can't see this but I'll show I'll show Ron and go through it real quick, but and you guys can time me. Maybe I can do this in two minutes. But you know, we were once apart from God, and then Christ died for us, and then He was in the tomb for three days, and then He rose from the dead, and now He became the bridge to. Uh, connect us back to God and now we are in right relationship with God and we can be with him and seriously like not even two minutes that was like 30 seconds 45 seconds but it's a super simple easy way to share the gospel um, yeah so you know, with that, in, the, in this lesson, we're going to be looking at some examples that Jesus left for us. Um, and he demonstrates, you know, how to witness in the most effective manner as he talked to the, the woman in Samaria. So we'll be looking at that story today in John 4. Um, and we'll be kind of looking at his approach and how he um, handled that. So if you guys have a Bible guys can open up to John 4 and we'll start at verse 1 if I can get there all right so the Pharisees heard that Jesus was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John although in fact it was not Jesus who baptized but his disciples and when the Lord learned he left Judea and went back once more uh, to Galilee, 
Now, <clears throat> now, when the Lord learned this, he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had gone through Samaria, so he came to the town in Samaria called Sakar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tried, <clears throat> tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well, and it was about the sixth hour. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. So when we look at this, what, what kind of everyday experience did, did, uh, did Jesus use as an opportunity to witness to this woman? Well, he, it was noon. And so everybody's thirsty. So they had this practice of, I mean, it's not a practice, but it's an everyday thing that they go to the well and get something to drink. And Jesus knew that, so he was, he was uh, there. Of course, Jesus is God, and he knew that the woman was going to be there. Mm-hmm. But um, it, was a, it was a great way for him to, to get to this gal that was at the well there. So Yeah. So then what do you think the, the advantage of starting a conversation on a person's immediate interest is? Gets, I, their, gets their attention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and he, did it, he did it in a way that wasn't offensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a big part of our witnessing and telling somebody, you know, I think you got to grasp them in love and then go from there. You have to have love behind your motivation. Yeah. And then Jesus absolutely. did. I mean, that's he was all about love. So. Yeah. So so Jesus began his conversation with her on the topic of interest for both of them. Um, the sixth hour, you know, it wasn't six o'clock at night. It was like you said, it was noon. So it was in the heat of the day. Um, it was hot and he was thirsty and she was coming to draw water because I'm sure she was thirsty and her, you know, family was thirsty and things like that. So, so he asked her for a drink and, you know, in a way he kind of, he kind of sets a trap cause he knew, like you said, he knew that she was going to be there. So, uh, let's go ahead and go, uh, verse nine to 26. It says the Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews did not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where, <clears throat> where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself? As all as did also his sons and his flocks and herds. Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. And Jesus said to her, you are right when you say 
you have no husband. The fact is, is that you've had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see you are a prophet. Our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. And Jesus declared, Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You, you Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that the Messiah, called Christ, is coming, and when he comes, he will explain everything to us. And then Jesus declared, I who speak to you am here. So, who spoke first? Jesus did. And why is that significant? Well, he starts the conversation, you know, he, and he gets right to the point with it right away, you know. He's, mm -hmm. He knows the woman's needs because he's, you know, down further in the, the verses there, he knew that she had five husbands. Mm -hmm. So he, 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 he uh, started that conversation knowing that there was a need there. Yeah that needed to be met and of course it was him but yeah yeah absolutely and, and I mean that's something that we need to take into account when we when we witness as well I mean we we're the ones that have to start the conversation you know Jesus was Jesus was willing to talk with anyone who had a need and we need to we need to do the same you know regardless of race religion social status political status or sexual orientation in, in that time, it was unheard of for a Jew to speak to someone from Samaria, you know, let, al let alone talk to a Samaritan woman. And she even points that out. Um, to the Jews, Samaritans were half-breeds who were, you know, held in contempt. Um, and yet Jesus challenged this woman with his own claims about himself and her need for what he could do for her. And to those of you out there that are listening that are just, born again Christians just become that way you can share what you know mm -hmm. it doesn't take I mean it doesn't take a lot you know just because you're a brand new Christian doesn't mean you can't tell somebody about it so absolutely yeah I often find that brand new Christians are usually way better at sharing and fired up the gospel than yep. than uh, people who've believed for a while yep so what did Jesus do repeatedly when the woman tried to divert his attention from her sin well, he brought it right back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was yeah. on he was on a mission, yeah. and he was on you know target with what he was going to do. So mm -hmm. he always brought her back to her need. Oh yeah, always. and that's something when we witness, we need to find out. You know, of course, they need Jesus Christ as their Savior, but they also mm -hmm. have a need. So when you open up a conversation with somebody, you can probably. But not very long into that conversation, know what's what they need in their life. Oh yeah. So they Absolutely. make that common ground. Mm -hmm. You know, he did it with the husbands. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, 
Yeah, Jesus. I mean, he was he was tactful. He was kind and considerate yep. in his dealing with the woman. Um, and he answered her questions, but he always returned to her problem. Um, and, and the biggest thing is is that he was he was a good listener. Um, he didn't force his witness, you know. And I th- I think those are necessary characteristics when we witness because. Um, we, we have to be willing to listen and hear the other person's viewpoint before we can give the gospel message. Um, there's a saying that I do my best to live by, and that's nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. I'm not, I'm not going to share, unless God specifically tells me, you know, share the gospel with this person right now. Um, like, I want you to tell him this exactly right now when you first meet him. If he doesn't tell me that exactly, I'm going to get to know this person a little bit and and show them that I do care about them. Like, I want to hear what they have to say. And then I'll share, you know, what God's put on my heart. Um, because no one's no one's going to want to sit and listen to you if you're not willing to sit and listen to them. Um, especially when it t- comes to the topic of, of religion. Um, yeah, so when we, we'll skip a few verses ahead and go to verse 39. It says, Many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. So you could probably say that Jesus's approach to witnessing to this woman was was probably spot on. It was pretty effective. Um, you know, it says it says that many came to believe um, because of this woman, because of her testimony. Um, they all decided, you know what? We're hearing it from her. Let's go hear it from him. Let's go see what he has to say. Um, you know, the, the Samaritan woman knew very little about Jesus, but she told people in her town, and she had seen her, what she had seen, heard, and felt. And many in the town came to hear Christ because of her testimony. So our responsibility is to share the good news about Jesus with everyone who will listen. Um, they will not believe because of what we say, but because of what God uh, and the Spirit says to them through the written word. And we become more, <clears throat> as we become more skillful in using his word, we become more effective in introducing uh, men and women to Christ. Uh, Jesus demonstrated clearly that the woman accepted, um, demonstrated clearly so that the, wo- the woman accepted his message because he helped her understand who he was and all that he said. Um, obedience to what Christ says is what brings us to, full, to fully understand and know him. And the only real way to learn to witness and to become effective at it is to actually do it. Um, it's only by trying that we ever succeed and Proverbs 11.30 says, He who wins souls is wise. Um, you'll be amazed at how many people will actually appreciate the concern, uh, the concern for them that you have 
and by genuine, genuinely and be genu genuinely grateful that you talk to them. Um, so this week, um, I want you to go ahead and, and read through John 4 um, and Galatians th chapters 3 and 4 and just think about think about these questions, you know, these two questions. What is, what is the one thing that you've learned from Christ's example that you can apply most in your own witnessing? And what do you think hinders your witness the most? And then list some practical ways to overcome it. Um, we also have, I, I realize I didn't give you guys those last week and I didn't give you a memory verse, but uh, the memory verse for this week is, is uh, Matthew 4, 35, which says, Do you not say four months more and then the harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Um, so I'm going to pray. And um, thanks for joining us again, guys. Um, I'm going to pray. And um, yeah, that'll pretty much be it. Um, feel free to, to send us a message on our website, pulsonfoursquare.org. Um, Ron, where can where can people hear you at? Well, I just discovered TikTok. Ah, yes. So it's Encourager fifty seven at TikTok. Awesome. And then, do you, are you still doing your podcast too? I haven't done one for a while, but there's still there's like twenty of them on there. So perfect. Yeah. And what is that? Living in the light. Living in the light. Yeah, on Spotify. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and pray. So, Father, I just thank you for this morning. Father, I thank you that you have um, given us examples on how how to witness, Father, on, on how to um, how to witness and and just uh, given us reasons and and helped us to understand um, why we do this. Father, I pray that um, as this week goes, that you would continue to just reveal those reasons to us i pray that you would give people you know divine appointments with people father i pray that um, each person listening would just get that that hunger to go and pray for somebody father i pray that you give them strength this week and i pray that you would uh, just bless everybody who's heard father and i pray that your word um, will just continue to to fill us father praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks again, guys. We'll catch you in the next one.